9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Go Plug Yourself podcast. This week, we have Leah Philippe and Emily Allard from Le Festival des Arts de Ruel, also known as the FAR Festival. It's in its fifth edition. We know Montreal is a bit of a festival city, but there aren't many festivals quite like the FAR Festival. Why? Because they have parades, they have balcony shows, they have pop-up shows in actual alleyways, and they have a couple of uh, other exciting things uh, that are going on as well. It's it's crazy. Uh, head to festivalfar.com and follow them on social media to find out if they're going to have uh, something popping up in your neighborhood. They're going to be in a bunch of neighborhoods around Montreal from August 12th to September 12th. So, But like I said, the nature of it is very... Uh, it, comes and goes so uh make sure you're you're following them to find out if something cool is happening near you uh we talk obviously about the festival what it's like to start throwing a festival in montreal uh getting support for the artists so on and so forth uh, it's a great conversation lawrence corber sits uh with me as co-host on this one uh if you enjoy this episode you might want to check out some of our uh fringe episodes they're in similar similar veins uh yeah we have a pile of fringe podcasts uh, that are available back in the archives if you want to take a look at them uh like interviews with veronique raymond and uh, amy blackmore so on and so forth those are all there in the archives uh, as always tell your friends about the show uh, sit back and enjoy this is uh emily and leah from the far festival the festival des arts du ruel go plug yourself Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, it's time for another Go Plug Yourself podcast. So I asked before the interview, uh, Lawrence, but I'm going to ask on the interview because uh, how's your arm? You got the... Okay, so I was worried about the second shot because everyone has been telling me that the second shot is going to be a thousand times worse than the first shot, right? The first Mm -hmm. shot, my left arm was very numb. I couldn't feel anything. I got, like, tired about three, four hours later, and I slept for 10 to 12 hours. The second shot, which I got yesterday around 1 p.m., took two seconds, by the way. I Mm -hmm. was completely painless where the first shot hurt like a motherfucker i think i might have i tried to crack an ill-timed joke and this woman wanted to make me pay for it uh, <laughs> but the second one was really smooth i didn't even feel it and i'm a little bit sore but otherwise uh no side effects so um waiting for superpowers basically knock on wood knock on wood for the side effects i, I, I will say that uh wait knock on wood that i get side effects keith no 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 that they, Super they stay rude. They, not a good they, way to start wow, very mean like a, very a better wi-fi connection well, oh um, yeah oh i would like that i think we there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but no like I, I will say that sarah had there's a, a rare i mean like so full disclosure there are there are side effects obviously get your second shot everyone <laughs> that's, that's very important but uh sarah had the weird um she had like an upset stomach for like six days like oh. and apparently like nausea is like one of the like rare ones she wasn't like it wasn't sick like she was she worked she wasn't too tired she didn't have flu symptoms but she was like her stomach didn't go good and they looked it up and they're like oh yeah that's it's like a very small little percentage but yeah she actually had uh, she had that of course i was like it's better to get it than not get it whatever but uh, so that's why i said knock on wood because for her it crept up like two or three days later all of a sudden so 
not to scare you, we but like I had nothing. I had literally zero side effects. I got a little tired. The end. Uh, so that was Lawrence, our co-host uh, this week. Uh, and I wanted to introduce our guests. We heard them briefly. Uh, we have Leah Philippe and Emily Allard from the FAR Festival. Festival Art... Oh, there's... Art des Ruelles ou Art dans les Ruelles? Or... Almost. Festival Almost. des Arts de Ruelles. There you go. Because I was like, I know it's F-A-R, <laughs> but then I was like, oh, wait, there's a bunch of little French words that connect yeah, but... concepts that I forget. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's the thing, Keith. The fadre just doesn't have the same ring to it, so we're yeah. just going to go with far. Yeah. Far, far festival. Far Which, good. I mean, I guess the, the, the translation, there isn't really a translation. It's only the far, but the translation would be the alley fest, I guess, or like, right? Because the Rurel is an alley. Yeah. And then it's a festival. Actually, it's Festival des Arts. It's yeah. like in two uh, sentences, maybe. So it's like okay. art festival. So yes, so yeah. Alley Art Festival, I guess. Alley Art Festival, yeah. the R, yeah, R, yeah. like a pirate. Like a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for welcoming us. Our pleasure. I was. Um, this was like I had. It's funny because like we've been doing the podcast for years and years, and there's some people that I sometimes I'm like, oh, I'd like to have them on the podcast, and then it it sort of slips my mind or it doesn't. Uh, I don't remember where I was, but I think it was 2019, and I remember seeing literally like a juggler in an alley and i was like what is happening and it was related to your festival oh. and that was when i was like oh that that's super cool it's like a pop-up style there there's like a, a like a little crowd going around there was like some people who seemed to know <laughs> that it was going around like some people were there for that but then a lot of people were just sort of like what is going on in my backyard almost like you know like and then, and then in your of, backyard no it wasn't my backyard but oh. i'm saying some people were just like so, like literally like okay there's a guy juggling let's go see him they're not necessarily they weren't looking to go see a guy juggling but they were so yeah he did juggling balancing circus stuff i think there's a lot of circus stuff associated with it and i think that was the first time i saw it and that would have already been your uh your third edition so i am and now the i i didn't even know not to say didn't know i think i saw some of the press releases there was a fourth edition but it was it was obviously a little different because that was last year and it was COVID, but you guys are still in a pretty good spot to handle a social distancing situation because you're a lot of pop-up events. So you don't, it's not going to be the biggest crowd in the world and you're also outdoors. So you have a, at least, we were talking about logistics at the beginning of the call, <laughs> at least those logistics, the COVID <laughs> logistics are kind of at least in place already. But we used to invest an alley for a day before COVID. We used to like install scenes, install kiosk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, she kiosk. was like in an alley, a specific alley, but COVID mm -hmm. forced us to uh, reinvent us. This famous, uh, famous word this year, <laughs> last year. And it, it, um, it forced us to go out of one alley to meet more people and that's, why we started to do surprise show before that it was not surprise but now yeah. i think it's really part of our signature for uh -huh. next year's i think we will keep this this part mm -hmm. um, of surprise and yeah moving like parade i don't know parade in english parade like parade parade, parade. parade yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like how both of us parade you know I yeah, that's it. like you guys used to sorry emily go ahead no, I, I like you said uh, that 
we um, you said what's going on when you saw uh, Festival Far for the first yeah. time, and that's exactly what we want to create. <laughs> yeah, with like, like again, like, it was, like I mean, what's going on? <laughs> it must be even crazier last year because, like, like you said, the the 2019 mm-hmm. there was like a stage and there was sound and there was everything, but uh, 2020 you just like I saw some of the photos it was literally just a guy like sometimes but not not just a guy but like you guys popped up in 2020 like it was really if you were like like in 2019 you'd be like okay there's a stage where there normally isn't a stage it's a little bit weird in 2020 it was there was something that wasn't there 10 minutes ago and now there's a show exactly <laughs> yeah. and we're keeping it for this year yeah and, and I mean hopefully like Emily was saying hopefully I like I love that that vibe like it's so it's so funny to me as a um as a festival goer let's say or as a uh, uh i usually i'm pretty connected let's say with the, the the music scene comedy scene whatever else like i go to a lot of shows but that's not normal right a lot of people are not gonna go like we went to see uh cirque louise we go to the 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 cirque uh what's the 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 school tohu uh, tohu 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 yeah that's it that's like it, I, sound, it sounds better when she says it though yeah. La Tohu. Thank you. I'm like, yeah, my big dumb ass is like, the Tohu? We're partners with them. Yeah. We actually, oh. We're going to have a parade around the Ooh. Tohu. But that's it. But that's it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate like, that. Thank you. My wife and I will go, we, we go to see an example. Like, we'll go out to the, I think, actually, now that I'm saying it, like, um, the the coup de car, the tohu, whatever, I think might have been the last big live show we saw in February of 2020. Like it was right, like really right before the shutdown happened. Like it was before we really knew. But that was one of the, it was one of the last like live shows that we like sat down in an indoor environment that went to go see. But I think a lot of people, they're not necessarily exposed like especially circus stuff but like but even just in general even to the arts and music they're not exposed to it in the same way like you you're either someone usually who goes to shows or you're someone who kind of stays home whereas mm-hmm. you guys kind of exist in the middle where mm-hmm. you're like hey i'm bringing a show yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we want to reach people that don't know that these type of arts exist uh yeah. we want to bring like, happiness and joy and mm-hmm. culture yeah, art. i guess people mm-hmm. who don't culture, think- arts and culture yeah for people who don't think it's for them. Oh, I've been, I've seen a show once and I didn't like this. I prefer to stay home. Well, you're the person I want to reach. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so wonderful when we, we are in the alley and just, uh, uh, just Mr. Go out of his uh, uh, backyard and mm-hmm. <laughs> that's wonderful. And he's so happy and touched. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. So beautiful. We've seen this a lot with the parade, oh, yeah. so that's for sure the part that we will keep post-COVID, yeah, the parade, to is reach there, those. Is there a challenge? Because half of it is this spontaneity, and you want it to be something that's found art in the streets and in between you know, the bureaus of Montreal. And then on the other end, you have to market and promote this. So how mm-hmm. do you kind of have these two worlds come together where you have to promote, but it has to be spontaneous. How do you guys work with yeah. both of those? So uh, COVID helped us a lot, again, to reinvent. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to say that it helped, but actually mm-hmm. we we were thinking of how to reach people outside of the like the, the alley we were 
um, mm-hmm. investing for one day. Mm-hmm. So last year we added the uh, streaming video all live on Facebook. And this year it's live on TV as well. So how oh. to reach people? You have the, the, the Z, Z Tele, is that? Math TV. Math TV. Math TV. M-A-T-V. And oh. it's a channel on television. So mm-hmm. everyone from Montreal could like turn on television and... Yeah, so even if you're not, not in your in your alley, it could be on your TV, regardless. Yeah. Of in your window, maybe we will pass around your house. I there was a photo yeah. I saw when I was looking at the the photos of last year's edition, which was just like the cutest photo ever of like a, a little like a family like literally standing on their back deck, yeah. like overlooking the the show that was happening in their uh, in their alley. Like it was. Yeah. It just like you're you're just like you're like how does that even happen like that family is just like and they look so happy also yeah you know? it's and the it's perfect like, picture for the festival fall it's exactly yeah. what what is festival fall <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, I guess from there how do you um, have you guys both been involved with it for the whole five years have you come onto it uh, is this your baby actually <laughs> uh, Emily joined after the first year at the first year she was there as an artist I invited mm-hmm. her. Okay. And then she joined the yeah. team. I jumped. I jumped in. <laughs> all in. All in. <laughs> all in. Both feet. <laughs> and I created that? it in uh, 2007 uh, because I I am um, I'm a clown. Okay. <laughs> so I do a uh, comedy physical theater shows uh, in the streets mostly, and I think it was um, at that time I thought it was difficult to uh, find a place to play in Montreal because it's a very specific type of art it's short shows it's moving it's for everyone so i thought it was difficult and maybe uh and 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 i didn't want a place just with clowns i wanted like a place with different type of disciplines yeah <laughs> so I created, oh, yeah yeah <laughs> i created the the, the far uh, to uh, to have a place to play and meet other disciplines i didn't want a place just for clowns i wanted a place for all the artists who wanted to share to be sharing together to uh, people who wanted to discover i don't know if it made sense that was hard for my english <laughs> okay. if, if you're more comfortable in french you know all of our listeners i'm sure are bilingual or understand so whatever you're more comfortable in don't worry if, if they're not, get on it, you know? Like, we're a Montreal podcast. Like, if you're not bilingual at this point, come on. <laughs> it's funny, just like, when we mentioned the, just despite like, being bilingual, like, Lawrence and I, uh, we were watching the playoffs together, uh, a bunch of the hockey playoffs, and we would literally, depending on where the superstition was, like, telling us, we would, like, watch it either in French or in English. Like, we would switch the broadcasts. Back and forth, we're like, oh no, the Habs aren't doing good. We need to switch over to the French broadcast so that we'll watch it French. Yeah. And then it's just like, if the French broadcast was failing, okay, we're going to go over to the English broadcast. Like, we like, <laughs> you, you, you switch the two languages and you're following along in both. So yeah. that's uh, that's always my outlook to our, our podcast, at least, is yes, we're an English podcast, but if we have French guests who are more comfortable speaking in French, by all means, go ahead. So inclusive. Thank of you. course, of I'm course. Try, yeah. <laughs> it's good for me to try it too because That's I want it. to reach uh, English public. Because for now, right, uh, people don't know we exist. They're surprised. Oh, what a juggler in, in the alley, but they don't know what's going on. So, right, yeah. and <laughs> we want were, to invite them if yeah, we can and, invite people. And Leah, you you were talking <laughs> about you were talking about how you started off in the clown world 
and how Emily jumped in a bit later and how you were looking for people with dis different disciplines or different artistic talents. How, what was the process of going and starting from a clown background, but wanting to find different arts and different disciplines and how you plug them into your programming? Hmm. Um, I don't know if megaloman is an, uh, an English word. Megaloman. Megalomania? Megalomania. So I was like, okay, I want to do the most biggest party in the alley. I want to do a show. <laughs> I want to invite people to do show. I want to reach everyone. And then I, I sent uh, messages to all the artists I knew, like Amy yeah. was one of them. And I was like, hey, you want to join? There's going to be a party in the alley. Just like come and do a show. We're trying something. And then it, it became <laughs> really big. At the first edition, I think there were 74 artists mm -hmm. for one day. So that wow. was the first. <laughs> so one day, 74 artists, one yeah. alley only. So it was really like short shows, but I wanted to be really inclusive and have small shows to uh, pour piquer la curiosité. Yep, yeah, absolutely. To yeah. pique people's curiosity, for sure. Yeah, of the neighborhood and other people from other neighborhoods. I wanted them to, to join. So it was kind of a crazy and big and really mm -hmm. um, joyful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, then, yeah. and then I said, okay, then we'll do the same thing, but in two alleys, two days, and then three alleys, three days. And then we were more um, eligible to uh, <laughs> subventions. Yeah, great grant. Getting grant money. Because from at, at, first, at first, we didn't have that. We didn't have a structure. I didn't think of it like, oh, I want to do a festival. I'm going to write a business plan. I didn't do that. You just yeah. did it. <laughs> I just did it. I was like, okay. And like one, one uh, month before it happened, I did the flyer. Okay. Yeah. The poster, the flyer. I invited people around. And my brother said, do you have a um, technical team? Oops. Technic, technic <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, no, technique. I was like, no, no. but I need to because I have 74 artists and probably they have a lot of stuff like a drum and, <laughs> and music and they need, they need speakers and they need a sound check. <laughs> and it was like, okay, then I'll come with my friends and we'll do it. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Thank you so much. But it was like one month before the event, so I was really lucky that people just jumped in. Uh, and then was, I was calling people. I was calling the uh, the, the, the grocery grocery store. I was like, I don't know. I need like five hundred hot dogs to feed. <laughs> <laughs> like one month before, and, and it, it happened, and everyone was really enthusiastic. Enthusiastic, yeah. Enthusiastic about it, so it, it grew up, and then it, it became more structured. And now Emily is the the first employee of mm -hmm. the, uh, the 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 OBNL in French. So one year ago, we finally had the support, <laughs> and the pressure to have nice. someone uh, working on the the administrative part because I'm a clown. So I needed someone more serious <laughs> than I am. But, you know, Lawrence, you asked about uh, how to bring people from different areas. Uh, I think it's a little world. It's a, a small community. And it was like a Toile d'Araigny, like... Um, mm -hmm. uh, Spider-Web. Spider yeah. <laughs> so Leah asked some friends, friends talk to their friends 
and people were like, oh, right. can I be a, a part of the fort uh, this year? So, uh, ça s'est propagé, vraiment. La bonne nouvelle s'est propagée. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now, because we have uh, like 15 people uh, invested all year long in organization, volunteer people. Very nice. Um, we're, yeah. we're a team of 15. Yeah. So Unfortunately, now... I've heard the word... I've heard the new, the word propage way too much in the last 18 months, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a, a it was a, a nice. not a fine way, but it, it was a pleasure, like a, a belle propagation. <laughs> not COVID 19. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> so, um, uh, 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 so, so there are 15 people invested in organizing it. So all those people like bring their yeah. um, abilities to structure and get bigger and bigger. And now the artists that we program, we don't know them necessarily. I mean, it's it's open to all artists um, who wants to apply. Right. Every year we, we put out a form to to get to discover artists because that's the 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 first idea of the festival was to make people discover artists so we want to discover new artists too so it's not only about our friends coming <laughs> right <laughs> it's, like this year. it's so funny when you were talking about running the first one though because immediately my head went to the uh the fire festival documentaries <laughs> Where if you've seen the the fire festival, no. like it was that it was that festival that like did not happen in the Bahamas with um, they were it was like Ja Rule was trying to promote it. They basically had an empty lot in the Bahamas and they were like, we're going to do a festival. And there's there's two documentaries out. There's one on one on Hulu in the States. I think it might be on might be on Stars and Disney Plus. Uh, and then there's one on Netflix about how mm -hmm. much of a disaster this was but like they were trying to do you you were doing a show in, in an alleyway with your friends they were trying to do like a mini oceaga in the bahamas where people were like would stay and like have like villas and everything and they had like not started like building anything six months before like it was, wow. it was <laughs> but it's interesting but because it's the opposite idea they had a space and they wanted to feel it no feel it not feel it. yeah yeah, well, yeah. Fill it with arts and shows. We had shows and we wanted to find a spot. Yeah. So we were yeah. like, oh, that's public kind of public and private space confused. So we like <laughs> and you guys succeeded and they failed terribly. Yeah, and actually, so that's the, the other yeah, takeaway is you guys had the big success. Uh, <laughs> but the founder, uh, it was like, calm down your megalomania. Leah. <laughs> That's not Oshiaga in your alley. I was like, yeah, that's Oshiaga in the alley. <laughs> But it's funny you mentioned with, like I said, like for instance, like clown and circus performance, because it, it is, I think I said, I think we, we, we talked about going to see them. First of all, like obviously they play at Tohu, they play at Place des Arts, like there's the different circuses that perform. But we also do, we are used to seeing them in the streets as busking. Right. Like we, we are used to that concept, I think, in Montreal or every city where you're like, oh, there's someone who's all of a sudden uh, kind of taking over the street for like a minute. And then you see it on Saint Laurent. All of a sudden, everybody's watching a crew doing breakdancing or whatever. And it happens really sponta like spontaneously. So I think it's very sort of smart, I guess, that you guys are now adding in a little bit of those pop up shows to capture. That's where a lot of people like you don't usually see someone doing a backflip or a handstand or walking on their hands or whatever, unless you see it in the streets. Like, it's not like a normal, like, it's not like a musician where you're like, I go to a, 
I'll go to a concert or a bar or like comedians are the same thing. You go to a bar, a comedy club. It's weird to be like, where do you go see clowns or like circus? There's a, a clown festival in Montreal, though, that uh-huh. I really appreciate. The Montreal Clown Festival, which yeah. is most present in the English community. Yeah. Um, so that's a place to see clowns. <laughs> But it's true <laughs> that there is not a lot of place, though, so that's why I wanted to create one. But uh, it's interesting that you talk about busking because I also am... Um, I'm part of the RARE, the Regroupement des Arts de Rue du Québec, okay. which is um, an organization with like 70 members, I think now, uh, that want to be recognized as professional artists and mm-hmm. they want to be included in programs without needing to asking, uh, asking for money, without mm-hmm. needing right. to ask. So it's really part of the um, uh, démarche of le RARE to yeah. uh, make to give uh like a wage like a yeah like kind of getting a wage or a salary as a performer like yeah. getting a, yeah. instead a, of instead of being completely like um i have you're speaking in french it makes me like half going in french i was like you're not like uh just subject to the benevole like it's like you're you're getting exactly. a, a real yeah. a working salary you're paid to do this mm-hmm. you're not just throwing it to it someone. doesn't mean artists that busk are not professional it's no, just no, no. that We think in a different way, and we are really um, getting more and more supported by the uh, Conseil des Arts from different mm-hmm. uh, governmental layers. And the objective is to give good, not salary, but honorary to yeah. the artists that yeah. we program. For now, we're not there yet because there are 17 days and 2014 artists, and everyone is volunteers, so we don't have like the exact amount of money that we need to. <laughs> right. I, anyway, so busking is not about the far is not about busking. No, no, no. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. It's very different, but I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm talking about like more like the environment and the vibe. Yeah, like, yeah, I, like yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. far. You're yeah. like. I think that should be very clear to the listeners too. If you go to the far, it's not the. Uh, you're don't. You're not expected to throw five bucks in a hat. Like no. it's there. It's there for you. It's not busking in that sense. I was you just saying more of the give. setting. You can give online yeah. to the organization. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hang on, wait I, a second. I think if the takeaway is, if you're capable, <laughs> please consider giving money to these people. To yeah. the organization, to everyone. Uh, yeah. And we will, we will launch um, uh, a campagne de financement, a yeah. financial campaign yeah. on August 2nd. Nice yeah. point, Emily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we worked so hard for this uh, campaign de financement because yeah. we really want to to give the, these opportunities to this, these artists to mm-hmm. to do more shows and um, during all year, yeah. not only for the festival. So that's why we we invite people to give to this mm-hmm. cause. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To, to all the uh, structure of it. And this uh, campaign is uh, supported by the Conseil des Arts de Montréal. Mm-hmm. So uh, specifically in a program. So thank you, Conseil des Arts de Montréal, who's listening right now. Great. <laughs> yeah, More with the parrainage that. fiscal. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other thing I wanted to ask about um, was how, like, I know you do only, you, I think there's been three boroughs announced. I want to say, right? Ville-Marie, Saint-Laurent, and Rosemont. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to be in how many total? Or do you Eight. not know yet? Eight total. So there's five Eight. more uh, to be discovered. Yeah. I think I can say another one, maybe, because I signed it. 
Oh. oh. <laughs> Surprise. We have, we have breaking exclusive news on the Glow Go, Go Plug Yourself so. podcast. I'm I'm saying it uh, because we want um we wanted to uh, represent Montreal in a very uh, inclusive and diversity mm-hmm. um like we're very inclusive and diversified in the artistic performances discipline mm-hmm. it's the same for les arrondissements boroughs you said boroughs Not- yeah yeah boroughs yeah boroughs or neighborhoods like like, like uh... Rosemont is very different from uh, Saint Laurent. Yeah, <laughs> you could so, say that. Uh, Ville Marie is really different from Anjou. Anjou. Oh, wow. oh what a surprise! Anjou. That was and not one say, of the ones I was thinking of no, at all. You were not thinking of it at all, but I was thinking of it, and you know who's thinking of it? Anjou. Clay and friends. Oh, on and so the next bus. Oh, so it's a big, it's a big one in Anjou. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anjou. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, that's that's headliner. Clay and, and then on Monday, because what you, what can you do on the Monday evening? Watch Clay and Friends on the mixed bus during the fire on August 16th. Oh. So we, we mentioned, you just mentioned the mixed bus. So the mixed bus is like, it's like a double-decker bus that is like a stage on the bus. And there's speakers. Uh, what is double-deck? There's double-deck. There's On top. Yeah, that's There's it. just one like level of seats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so uh, yeah, on top there's a scene. Yeah, so that's it. So it's a stage, and you can and like I, I was always wondering about whether whether it's parked or moving or whatever. Like, do you, is there like a generator for power for like yes, speakers also, or like? Um, yeah, it's uh, autonome. So there's a uh, generatrice for sure, yeah. but it's also partly uh, um, furnished. Okay. By yeah. solar electricity. Oh, so it's like solar power also. Because I, yeah, I was also, always like I was. Um, like literally, we were talking about the mix bus this, over the weekend with um, one of the guys that, that runs Newspeak in Montreal, the venue, and they were saying like just to have us. They they were obviously thinking of it from very much a music perspective. They were like, "Oh man!" And you could have the speakers, and you could have whatever. And I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty cool." And they were like thinking of like building it, and I was wondering like whose concept was it to build a mobile a stage that you could like you could drive it into a parking lot, plug it in, and then you have a stage basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, who's, who's yeah. So whose concept was that? How did you guys build it? Like uh... it's a mixed bus studio concept, okay. and uh, we're friends with them now. Uh, <laughs> you called them up and you were like, "Hey, I need a bus that can hey, also Jacob. be a stage." Um, <laughs> the, 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 the founder is called uh, Jacob Pomerlo, and okay. they're two uh, co-owners with Isabelle Langlois, and they're very um nomad and creative and you know they're not like doing just a stage they're like having a a lifestyle around yeah yeah they they move in all the festivals so we're really happy to have 10 dates with them Mm -hmm. uh during the far the far is 17 dates and they're there for 10 dates so we're really 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 happy of this uh, It really, it really gives the vibes of like, um, like something you would think of like from the '60s, <laughs> you know? Like you're just like, yeah. oh, this yeah. like bus just like drives into town and it's playing music and it's this party and you're like, where, mm-hmm. where are they going next? And you're like, I don't know. They're gonna when they drive off, they're going somewhere. Like, I mean, I know there's more. I think of a, <laughs> a plan for them, but like that vibe of you're like, oh, it's this this mm-hmm. bus that just is like brings like a party and a stage and a they show. They actually like... now have three buses. What? So yeah. before they were living in one of them, but now they're they, like they, they're, they're, they're spreading, uh, diversifying. Spreading yeah. 
so cool. And all the festivals want them, so they needed to uh, multiplicate it. That's super cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Anjou was also like really, really. I was, I was not surprised. I thought you were going to say something like the, like the Sudwest or like uh, something like that. But Anjou is, uh, and again, when we talked about bringing art to people, not the, yeah. I don't want to say anything bad about Anjou, but there's not a lot of like venues in Anjou. <laughs> like, it's like, like how many shows go to, on in Anjou? Actually, in there's an artistic uh, programmer. I don't know the, oh. the English term, the agent culturel. Okay. Mm -hmm. Really creative and passionate. So passion. Yeah. Passion, passionate, Je yeah. Je Jessica Belanger uh, was uh, organizing this with the uh, Barrel, and she she works from Montreal, and she's really enthusiastic and and really um. It's really fun travailler with Jessica. Hello, Jessica. So <laughs> I wanted to offer her this opportunity because I like to work with her, mm -hmm. and also I like the idea of going further than the, the center of Montreal yeah. to bring art to people who don't think it's for them. Actually. So, um, go ahead. So, uh, so yeah, we're really happy to uh, bring uh, culture and arts and shows to uh, further than the center, to mm -hmm. the neighborhoods, to the people who live like close to the house, to the home. Yeah, closer to home, closer to home. That's it. Like, for instance, yeah, like I live... I live in uh, Point St. Charles. I'm right downtown. It's like very easy for me to get, mm. not to say anywhere, but like at least if you're downtown, it's like 20 minutes. If you're the plateau, it's 30 minutes. And that's and that's like biking, <laughs> you know, like mm. that's not even if you have a car, all of that's like five minutes, 10 minutes. It's not a big deal. So can you bike from Anjou to Le Quartier des Spectacles? Exactly. It's a little bit, little bit harder. That's, so that's uh, why we bring shows to them mm -hmm. on a box. So that's yeah. also, uh, c'est comme une image very cool also with the mix bus to bring shows to people that's awesome uh, yeah, so that's i'm gonna why ask we are a, a good fit with the yeah. uh, mix bus studio it's mm -hmm. like a very good uh, uh an important partenariat because we want mm -hmm. the same thing it's like the same goal so that's yeah. why we really like it them like you're, you're bringing arts to the alleys they're bringing arts to wherever the bus goes you park a bus yeah. in an alley and it's yeah. made together Actually, the bus is not going to be parked in an alley because it's too big so we're cheating wedge it in the alley you can't even back in and just like jam it in there and then you're it's like, like okay, 10 it's feet tall go in an alley and the trees are like eight feet tall so with an adult on it it's 16 feet so it's too yeah. big but it's it's still the same accessibility mission yeah. It'll be like in a parking lot, not an alley. But yeah, we'll, uh, or on a park. So, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. it. So I, I was actually going to ask what I feel like Lawrence is thinking. Uh, is there is like I, <laughs> Lawrence is very confused. No, I was thinking like, we, we we've talked about um, like circus performers, musicians. I was a hundred percent. This question is not going to be what I was thinking. So I was going to say, are, do you guys have any live comedy that's coming uh, with the festival? The with the far. Is that and something that, you're thinking about? Stand up, yeah. Uh, we uh, we we've uh, had stand up before. Okay. Uh, we've had a couple of applications this year of stand up, but unfortunately, we needed to make choices because we had like 250 uh, forms filled. I see <laughs> how it is. That's okay. Um, <laughs> it was harder uh, without uh, a crowd. For that's true. That is that's we've yeah so we've, we've had a lot year. of comedians on the show and and no crowd. Yeah. Is it's not hard. a stand-up thing. You need to build your crowd, and I, I'm there also with two other um, animators, mm -hmm. saying like, 
okay, in five minutes, there's gonna be a show. Yeah, you on your balcony, come down, there's gonna be a show. But like, there's like 20 people sometimes. So for, mm -hmm. or two, no, no more than that. But so, <laughs> so it's hard for a stand up to, to uh, have a, a, a crowd that doesn't know what's going on. And yeah. they're coming during the show and the story is already, already um, started. So it's hard. But yeah. next year, stand up, artist, apply. <laughs> Lawrence is Lawrence is there. Yeah, <laughs> he's applying right now. He's I'm filling gonna, it out. The Far Festival, the RAR Festival, the R Festival. I'm gonna do all the festivals. <laughs> We've had uh, Peo Forge. I don't know if you know him. Peo Forge. Peo Forge. No. Angelo Ciraldi, uh, Rebecca Bucci, um, and other uh, artists before. Oh. No, I know. I know mostly English comics. Yeah, I was gonna say French um, comedy. My French comedy, but I am I am trying to go a little bit further into the French scene, and I actually started booking my first French shows uh, recently. Ooh. So in early August, probably around the time this episode comes out, I'm gonna be doing a couple French shows back to back. Oh man! Nice. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. Uh, next year, next year, yeah. year next <laughs> year, it. Far Festival. Let's go. <laughs> yep. Another thing I wanted to know was uh, you just mentioned that like you're you're just going around like hey there's going to be a show in five minutes ten minutes you're just kind of like hyping it up uh, I guess uh, around is there like a social media element like is there if you follow the hashtag do you tweet it mm -hmm. if it's going to be yeah, there we're gonna or... do stories stories okay. oh in thirty minutes it's there we're gonna help a bit okay sure. so on Instagram and Facebook so if you're in if you're in one of the uh, so. Currently four, but eventually eight. I guess like follow far <laughs> to yeah. uh, mm -hmm. to uh, see uh, where where one's gonna pop we, up. We're gonna announce the borrow before the festival for sure on the social August media. 12th. The first. It starts uh, yeah the twelfth in okay. uh, Ville Marie with okay. uh, Matteo singer. I don't know if mm -hmm. you know Matteo. Discover him. Mm -hmm. uh, he's, gr he's great, by the way, for the listeners. He's fan oh, fantastic. Yeah. I heard him before, and then I, it was. Matteo, when he was playing at your uh, the reveal of your of the lineup, yeah. was the first live music I had seen in yeah. person in Me like eighteen too. months. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was so touched. Yeah, I was, was like, wonderful. and just uh, yeah, to hear beautiful singer, beautiful guitarist, it, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And even though it was only a couple songs, I was like, oh man, I miss live music so mm -hmm. much. Yeah. It was so yeah. like I, I I didn't I watched a lot of live streams of performers, and uh, and obviously it was I think like. It was the only way to stay connected with artists during COVID. Like it's, it's, yeah. it is what it is. But just hearing it live, and you're like, "Oh, this is, this is live music." It's mm -hmm. such a different feeling. So I think it's mm -hmm. really exciting for you guys that you're going to yeah. be bringing that feeling to a lot of people, and it's going to be not just the first time they might see like art in their backyard. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be the first time they're seeing live art in like a well, year and a half yeah, two years I think, it will be, I think it will be really emotional for i'm gonna cry every for day everyone <laughs> me too it's it's so sure because like last year it was not like one year of um, like, yeah it was only yeah. it had been like four months right yeah. like it had yeah. been like now it's now it's 18 or months yeah. or whatever it is. and yeah so, is the, i'm sorry go no I, I i wanted to say that I will cry every day, oh. I'm sure. <laughs> and Matteo is a really great example of the type of personality we want to include in the program of the FAR. We're looking for artists who want to share with people, mm -hmm. who want to touch people, who want to talk with them, exchange. Mm -hmm. And he's um, a really uh, 
beautiful human uh, in his uh, vibe. So we uh, were really happy to start the festival with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to know. Yeah, I want to say um, that the um, the barrels will be announced. The, permanently before the, the festival. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I think Sorry. that goes without saying that, like, you I will mean, know if you live in a neighborhood that's going to yeah, have the festival. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll tell you before, uh, and it's going to be on, on the website and everywhere you can, you will be able to know if it's in your neighborhood. But yeah. the, the exact area, we're going to give some information just like, and not like half an hour before the show on stories. Okay. So those like really precious information just before some shows. So stay tuned. That's it. And like I said, I think like the best, the best thing in the world is if you, if you not to say stumble upon it, but if you're like, if you're following you guys on Instagram and you get the story and you're nearby, like, yeah, like all of a sudden you have plans, you know, you're like, oh, let's yeah. go over there and check it out. There's no like, mm. and you live in that neighborhood. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, bon au bon endroit. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's like to enjoy the moment and in our society, mm. society, society, it's so hard, I think for me. Then maybe for other people to be in the present moment, dans le moment yeah. c'est vraiment yeah. difficile. So le phare is really encouraging this, um, mm-hmm. c'est ça, profiter du moment présent pendant que ça passe. Le éphémère, le côté éphémère de la culture. Yeah, it's ephemeral is, uh, mm-hmm. is the word. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's like, a, like I guess you can't really grab it. It's sort of... It's a vibe. Yeah, it's fun. now like that's it's it it's not it's not something you like, can capture <laughs> like, yeah, turn off your phone like and it. it will be yeah. captured on tv and yeah. on facebook it but it will be disconnected just when the show ends so if you mm-hmm. want to watch it uh, online or on tv it's at the moment that it's out like, yeah. and yeah. Like, like an étoile filante yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like an étoile filante yeah but uh, I, think, I don't know. And in, in, and, 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 in a, in a position Moving to a, star. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and shooting, in a shooting star. To encourage <laughs> discovery as well, because we're we're presenting really short shows, except the ones on the mixed bus, which are longer. But for the rest, it's yeah. like 20 minutes. So it's, it's to encourage people to discover. It's 20 minutes, it's now, and you don't know what's right after. So discover, be there, and open your... Your mind, your heart, your eyes, your ears. I, I love so the, that. the the format. <laughs> so I was just yeah. gonna say. I, I like was gonna say. I was just gonna say because I'm like a disorganized person, and half the time my conversations on the phone are like, "What are we doing today? I have no idea." <laughs> so if I see something on my phone that's like, "There's this show I had no idea about, and it's like 20 minutes, and it's like in between a couple things," I can just run to a ruelle and like check it out and like discover somebody. <laughs> that's very satisfying to me. And that's something that I could be like, what did you do today? Well, I had no plans, but I saw a clown and a busker and a juggler and this wonderful musician. And I saw this artist and then a bus showed up and they had lights and shit. <laughs> and now I need to take a nap because I'm exhausted. <laughs> like, that's so cool. <laughs> you're like, yeah, buddy, you're on exactly at the nest tonight. The, yeah, exactly. Our, our, like, crap. <laughs> you got to come in your alley, I think. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, the the other thing I wanted to ask uh, before we headed towards our our, our last question segment. Um, so we, we talked about it. So it's pop ups. So, but then you are also doing the kind of the permanent like whole day in a stage thing, also, right? So it's a con- is that happening? Uh, hidden. Ish? Hidden. Like hidden. we have a quartier général, okay. in an alley, but very discreet. Dis- yeah. Discreet. Discreet. Yeah. Discreet. <laughs> Um, for like uh, a little more complicated shows, I mean, not complicated, but with, that needs a sound check. 
as an yeah, example. Yeah, like more like tech right. tech stuff and uh, tech yeah, requirements. Like yeah. Music shows mostly. And around that, there are other alleys that will be like uh, the, the manière aléatoire used for a different type of shows. Like, oh, there's a five minute dance show in the alley A. And when it's when it ends in the alley B, there's a 10 minutes uh, circus show. And when it ends in the alley C, there's a 20 minutes music show and it's moving around. So That's... we're not inviting people to one alley this year because of COVID. And because yeah. it's a very, very small area. In 2019, yeah. mm-hmm. when we invited people for Blue Jeans Blue. Oh, my God. Um, I think that's, you, have the fo- you have the photo of that, I think, on the website. Yeah. It's, it's um, packed. There but... were yeah. a thousand people yeah. there. And we're not supposed to say it, but I like to say things that are not supposed to be said. <laughs> but we were really over our capacity with, like, the service d'incendie and all. Like, we, it was packed because it yeah. was very popular. So when we invite people, we can pack it out. <laughs> so this year, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> But like it must be, it must be hard. Like how exactly, since it's like publicly accessible, like even like how do you even maintain a head count? Like, like I always thought it was funny when we were talking about like capacity and stuff. The 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 shots again, we're watching hockey when they had the the photos of like the casual spa that had the eight tables that they were allowed to have, and there's like ten people at those eight tables, <laughs> and then behind them there's twenty thousand people. Like I was like, it was such a like. Because you know what? They were like, yeah, the casual spa, they have their limit and that's it. It's like uh-huh. eight tables, ten people. But then the rest of it is just the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like that's just like sandwiched with people. So I was like, you guys are in that public space. It must be like. No, we cannot lock them. Yeah, exactly. You can't be like, you're like, oh. Turn, These people live there. There's we a can... bouncer being like, you can't come here. You're like, man, I live yeah. back there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and they can come like by their home and go out by mm-hmm. their backyard and join the alley. So we cannot like block the entrance and yeah. it's not part of our um, accessibility way to think mm-hmm. so it's like premier arrivé premier servi yeah. and then oh oh 20 minutes over we're in we're somewhere else yeah there is no um rassemblement in covid way mm-hmm. yeah exactly that's it yeah but we are prepared we have a, a plan like a sunny plan <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to be sure that everything is okay uh we, yeah. we will be ready. <laughs> yeah, we, we hired um, helicopters, helicopters uh, yeah. that will throw a purel. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like a drone. Drones are just going to come and like mist it. Like, exactly. We're we're really like, what is this in my hair? Oh, <laughs> you're oh like, it's purel, man. Don't worry. We have, uh, we have volunteers and actually yeah. we're still looking for volunteers to help to uh, mm-hmm. distribute purel. <laughs> <laughs> and say, whoa, 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 distance, 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 COVID distance. To remind it's... people that we want to do shows, but we want to do shows um not only during the festivals, we want this to keep on. So we don't want to uh, provoke, eclosion uh, ex- COVID. We're careful because we want this yeah. to 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 uh, start over for a long time, not to be stopped. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's the, <laughs> yeah, um... yeah. And we want every everybody to be in security in security. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the artists and the citoyens too. So uh, mm-hmm. 
it's it's tricky and i think that everybody i hope is like um like the again this weekend i was hanging out with the uh one of the guys who worked on technically picnic electronic mm. which is right now there's the, they're they're happening <laughs> like picnic is yeah. on but it's in like you have like your little zone mm -hmm. and it's like like little like almost like you're 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 in your little area and then they have uh they don't have a bar that you go up to they have someone who brings you the drinks mm -hmm. and stuff mm -hmm. so it's like He's like, it's so weird, but he's like, everybody is so, I guess, like ready <laughs> to do yeah. stuff and hear music and dance yeah. and whatever that they're like, okay, yeah, it is weird if like all of a sudden we go and we're limited to be the four people that we're in in our little like 10 yeah. by 10 square and someone brings us drinks, we can't just go and get to the bar, whatever. But hey, guess what? We're standing outside and there's someone making music. So yeah. It will do it. I think people just need to get used to doing it. And then, yeah. I mean, hopefully this is the a, only time they have to. Hopefully it's this year and that's all. There's yes. a, a, an organism or an organization yeah. that yeah. works really hard uh, to uh, encourage the festival to, to do shows and like pour vraiment encadrer, which is mm -hmm. called Le Refrain. Okay. That was founded uh, just when the pandemic started. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a... Um, it's a regroupement of festivals, of artistic festivals all across Quebec uh, that represents about 80 members. And I'm part of the uh, board, is yeah. it that? Yeah, part of the board. I'm on the board. Part yeah. of the, the board with big festivals that just happened like Le Festif last yeah. week in Bé saint paul So My we're friends really, were there. They said it was amazing. It, it was amazing. So yeah. this organization <laughs> has worked all year long to... Uh, give tricks and encourage and mm -hmm. uh, accompany all the festival organizers. So yeah. if you don't know Le Refrain, go on Le Refrain dot O R G G G. G. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's really like, and like I said, I think that that's the big, uh, I guess like the, 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 the same message that I've been hearing talking to a lot of people who are putting on shows or whatever is, is like, I'm, I want to stay safe. I want to be, mm -hmm. uh, I want to keep my neighbors safe. I also want to see shows. And I think that it's like you guys as, as festival, anyone, festival promoters or regular show promoters, concert promoters or whatever, you're going to do your part to make it as safe as possible for me. But then I think that also the people going have to be like, okay, be logical. Mm -hmm. This is not the same as it was. You need to be safe also as a, as a fan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, you guys are doing everything you can to make it as safe as possible for me don't if you're going there as an audience member you need to also make sure that you're keeping the rest of the audience safe also like just you know mm. it's, it's a really it's, community festival bienveillant i don't know bienveillant in english but it's, it's my favorite word to describe the film i have to look that one up Bien. bienveillant go, go on google translate very quick i'm really wondering that's like the first word uh leia said or that that is i don't know the english translation benevolent for Oh, benevolent. But the best benevolent, they usually know. No, like, benevolent uh, in French is like a, a volunteer. Oh, yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. Benevolent, benevolent as, as a, okay, so like benevolent as in... Uh, Bienfaisant, yeah, plein yeah. de bonté. Mm -hmm. There we go. I so learned, we, I learned we a word today. Yay! You're going to go, go upstairs and blow uh, blow Ev's mind. So yeah. it, it's, it's in a way, benevolent um, <laughs> means that like, we want to take care of people. We yeah. want to take care of the artistic community, but we also want to take care of the neighborhood. We want yeah. to do stuff together. So sure. we're really positive and inclusive and accessible. Mm -hmm. On fait vraiment attention. 
yeah. to people. So that's bienveillant. So we want the festival to to go well and mm -hmm. to people to be happy. So we're not like we're not like doing rassemblement and saying ha goodbye COVID. No, no, we want yeah. the rassemblement. And, and, for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's, it's like, it's like that, that was, yeah, go ahead. Lawrence. I was just going to say is like someone who performs comedy, if like I'm an artist, I've been in situations when, you know, post like during the pandemic where things have opened up slowly and people, you know, they reassure you like, we're going to follow every rule and it's going to be super safe. And then you get to the venue and that's not the case. And then mm. as an artist, the next time that you get offered a show or you hear about a show, you don't have the same enthusiasm or want to perform mm -hmm. because you're not sure about the circumstances. So the fact yeah. that you guys are going out of your way to make sure that everyone feels safe and included, uh, I think it's very important. And I think it's something that, as you mentioned, it's going to create an atmosphere where the, the far festival can kind of reach beyond, you know, just this year and go into the future. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think the, the effort you guys are putting into that, I think is really going to pay off. How do you guys measure success with this festival is it just a question of growth is it a question of bureaus how do you guys say this was a good year these are the things we build on well the quartier general the like the place where we <laughs> this year i don't want to say it too loud where it is but if you're a bit curious about the festival it's you a it's a big secret yeah yeah like the head the headquarters let's go, say yeah go <laughs> to where, where the before and just like we know that if the neighborhood accept us every year after yeah. it's because they're they're glad to be part of it so that means yeah. it has been a success if the neighborhood wants the far to visit them again right. it's also a success to see um that the uh, the artists apply every year this year it was so hard we said no to artists that we like that did like for edition of the festival because we had so many new artists coming in that we wanted mm -hmm. to discover that we were like sorry i we cannot reprogram you this year but we like you so much we like right. your work so that was really hard we received uh, a, a lot of uh, message uh, like thank you uh, uh, mm -hmm. we are so happy that you were here and thank you for what you pour qu'est-ce que vous faites yeah. uh, mm -hmm. and also the uh, the instance like conseil des arts de montréal which is supporting us more and more we were uh, just like uh, two months before so it's just it's on me Already no in June, uh, we were um, named by the Conseil des Arts mm -hmm. uh, like as a, an organization who worked really hard during the pandemic and who did a very good impact on society and hearts. So oh. we were um, nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nominated for like a. With, okay. I think twenty six uh, projects were um presented by this uh by the Conseil des Arts de Montréal so which means the Conseil des Arts de Montréal consider that we're one of the 26 project that was really important mm -hmm. yeah here so like the that, re recognition for keeping the arts yeah. going in Montreal yeah. And, yeah. and everything in a time where it was really hard to exactly so have that's the arts a going. really yeah. good way to to see the success and also like for for sure social media's big role so that helps to see the public reaction so go like our facebook page and follow us <laughs> on instagram right now I, I, oh, as you were fun. saying that i was literally i was just looking it up on facebook Far festival d'art de Ruel. Just hit the like button. The thumb up is now blue. So perfect. Boom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. One more. 4,000 so, people and Lawrence. Yes. 
we're doing it. So yeah, four thousand. Yeah, I thought before we let you guys go, we do this thing on the uh, to wrap up the show. We ask the same three questions to all of our guests. Then we ask you one question from our past guest. And then our last question is, what question do you want to ask our next guest? And you don't know who our next guest is. So I'm oh, just putting yeah. that in your head. Nice. So okay. call it five questions. Lawrence, you want to start us off? Sure. Question. And the questions are the questions are very, so just so you know, they're very abstract. They're not like about anything. Okay. <laughs> well, you'll see. You'll see. You'll see. So that don't was be surprised. It's, it's going to be a big shift of questions. That explanation was more confusing than the questions. Uh, what? I like it. <laughs> what do your thoughts sound like? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you see, that makes perfect sense to me. Absolutely, per- perfect answer. Yeah, Amy needs what? I want to hear your thoughts. I, I was searching like a more logical. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the answer, answer that comes like to you is sentences. Uh... That's sentences. why we're a good team. <laughs> That's right. Left brain and right brain coming together. <laughs> but Emily, you you think in like full full structured language yeah. st- structures. Yeah. That's very interesting. Even I I, I have a, the, the follow up question since you are a musician is like what does like a what does creating a song sound like in your head? If that if that's. <laughs> hmm. Like, it, it, does, it, does it come to you? Like, is there like a tempo? Is there like a time? Is there a tune? Is there, I, I've always, uh, I'm always fascinated by like, how does it happen? I, I think it's uh, a melody. Yeah, okay. a melody, yeah. 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 So it comes like, it comes like sh- almost like fully shaped as just the melody and then you can build off of it and then start maybe making it real, but it comes into shape as like a full, that's uh-huh. interesting. That's how, that's how it's super interesting to me is how how <laughs> how musicians because like I understand like a like a writer or a comedian like a, when they talk about the process I understand that a little bit for music I'm like that process that blows my mind I don't get but it at all. When I hear a song, I, I listen to the the, uh, the lyrics first mm-hmm. because I'm an actress too, so I really like to. Like boire le text. I don't know okay. Yeah. yeah. Drink just, it all in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I really like uh, la, la communion uh, des deux. So mm-hmm. lyrics, music, what it, what makes me feel like yeah. the communion. Yep. So yeah. So like when it comes together, obviously, yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome. I'm a musical uh, musical theater artist, so I really ooh. like the th- three disciplines, like. It's the same with the music. So lyrics, music goes together. (laughs) Very cool. I'm always like, it always blows my mind. um, When I, when I, when I found out, it was a couple of years ago when I found out that, uh, Oh, why am I blanking on his name? It's Elton John. And is it uh, his uh, lyricist? Is it Tim, Tim, Tim Rice? Is that possible? Is that name correct? But like it, anyway, Mm. it, I'm going to write this now. I need to know. So I need to say Bernie, right. Bernie Toppin. Bernie, yeah, Bernie Toppin. Yes. There you go. So how it's like Elton John writes almost no lyrics to his songs. It's mm. like his entire career, it's been Bernie Toppin who writes. Like they work together on something. Like they'll, they, they'll work out some of the lyrics. But like it's so crazy to me. Like you think Elton John and he's singing it. But he, mm-hmm. he just writes like the full... 
piano melodies and saying this is kind of what the song is about and this is that and then bernie topin turns it yeah. into the lyrics that elton john performs and it's like they've been a partnership and i find it so weird that we don't know like literally just what happened just now that we don't know that guy's name because <laughs> uh-huh. i was like elton john's lyrics are like very good and like they're one i think one of the reasons his songs become so like locked in culture is the lyrics of them and mm-hmm. it's like it's this other guy who's written yeah. every one of his songs it's crazy mm-hmm. um question number two what was your favorite thing to eat as a child hamburger <laughs> hamburger i was gonna say it could be a meal or it could be a snack like uh but hamburgers lasagna oh <laughs> do you when you make the lasagna is like uh is there anything crazy going on in it like uh or is it just is it just like the the like cheese, pasta, meat, or is there anything else? Like some people uh, put like... When I do it as a non-adult, I add a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, my mom used to put spinach, but I don't think it's so original in the lasagna. <laughs> it's lasagna yeah. Uh, every type. Perfect. <laughs> and any favorite toppings on a burger or what's the, uh, what's the perfect burger? Oh, it's difficult because I really like to try... Uh, different kind of hamburgers <laughs> when you were a kid though was there a favorite uh, since the question was about being a kid <laughs> my favorite topping is mayonnaise okay in, the, in the, the burger i have to put mayonnaise in my mayonnaise in my burger and cheese so if there's like... no cheese and no mayonnaise in my burger it's not it's not good so when you were when I was gonna say when you were little, if there was just like a hamburger, just cheese, just mayonnaise, you're happy. You're like, okay, oh, yeah. is, you're like, we can add stuff, uh, but it's we're, we're okay. A, a funnier stuff to say than oh. lasagna. Okay. Um, my mom was really uh, salty. Okay. So uh, she put spinach in a lasagna, so I get. It. <laughs> so in the summer vacation. I was really crazy happy when she was really tired and didn't want to do something, something. So mm-hmm. for the snack, she used to put uh, a white bread, c'est vraiment mou, comme du pain pomme, and yeah. margarine, and another, another white bread, and cut it in triangle, not a toast, but white bread cold with margarine. <laughs> and I was so excited. That was crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> My that's brother too. Craziest, never, like that's the craziest, like treat snack. We never that had white, white bread. bread and margarine. That's it. We never had white bread before, so we were like, "Oh my god, we're to the shack, to the grandparents." <laughs> like candy. Like, have it, have it. Yeah. Other uh, kids are going by McDonald's, being like, "I want it," and you're like, "Look, I just want to get home and get some margarine <laughs> on this white bread. Maybe make exactly. a grilled that's- cheese sandwich if I'm feeling frisky. Like that's." Not even. It wasn't even it's too, it's too sweet. It's yeah. what about cheese. I was really happy of cheese whiz in a celery with. Oh paprika. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Spicing it up, very classy. <laughs> so I think that brings us to question number three. What is the best or worst thing about growing up? Fears. <laughs> More best or fears. worst. Yeah, I have more fears by growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. But I'm sure they must be different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's different. (laughs) Exactly. Your fears as a kid are like, there's a monster under the bed. Yeah. And that's like, 
<laughs> yeah, it's more, um, um, I don't know, because uh, I had a, um, a daughter uh, last uh, year and I mm -hmm. was really afraid of death so much mm -hmm. more uh, by growing up. So, uh, yeah. I think it's the worst for me because I'm more afraid. But <laughs> I'm working right. on I'm working on that. Yeah. Okay. And That's what's good. the point having a daughter? Huh? <laughs> I, I I don't understand. What's the good point of being like the good the best, best part about growing up? Growing the best up. part about having growing up is it having a daughter? Oh yeah, the family is it's uh, wonderful. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and um, for me, I would say that the best thing of growing up is uh, structuring my life and doing what I want, taking the actions to have the power of choosing. Uh, but the worst thing about it is that brings a lot of responsibility and never rest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I literally yeah. never rest. I work like 65 hours per week minimum. Jeez. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, 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 let's throw a big party in the alley. And then they're like, hey, do you know how much work that is? And you're like, oh, no. So that's why I organize <laughs> so, like, so big parties, like so many big parties, it's because I never have time to rest. So I want to party in the alley, like at home. <laughs> yeah. Really, one of the alley is my home. The question was the worst thing or the best thing? It says best what or is worst. best or oh, okay. worst, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. I heard best I heard just worst, so it, it was very intense. I was very intense <laughs> with guys, fears. A lot of people give both. A, a lot, lot of people, people give do both. Give both. To be honest, guys, we're we're content whores. We want as much content as we get. So the longer you answer, the better it is for us. We're not gonna <laughs> stop you. Yeah. But the best is that it's very uh, exciting, like the new things, like uh, as uh, Leah said, like my family, uh, my boyfriend, we are um, growing uh, together. And uh, yeah. so it's very exciting for that. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> uh, this next question comes from our last guest, who was John Hatz, who uh, he throws the I Love Neon parties. He runs uh, Theater Fairmount. Um, this is a, a weird question. He was saying, like, on purpose or by accident, have you ever like ruined somebody or like just like taken someone down? Like, it's not it doesn't even have to be like you took an action. I don't like this person. Like, have you ever brought somebody down, either on purpose or on accident? Ah, probably by accident because I I don't have no filter and no tact. Is it tact? Okay. Yeah, perfect. The yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. word. Yeah. And, I'm really impulsive doing like, okay, we're gonna do that. That's so cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes I don't realize I hurt somebody doing it. So I'm sorry okay. for everyone that I've, mm -hmm. I've had heard. That <laughs> so so this is a blanket apology from Leah. They're like, if ever she like, you had like a really good idea and then she just sort of like pushed past it and blasted through and you went home and you were like, oh my goodness, it was not on purpose. <laughs> and the worst is that I don't even know Still now, so write an email to me and say it. Sorry, I say say it that I, I was rude to you, and I, I will apologize. I'm, yeah. But uh, um, uh, par contre, pour me faire pardonner, um, yeah. I wear a red nose all the time. So <laughs> it shows that I'm a. I want to be a good person. <laughs> Emily, have, have has that ever happened to you by accident or on purpose? Um. I think by accident, when you make choice 
for yourself to just uh, mm-hmm. avancer uh, dans la vie, faire des choix yeah. pour toi. Sometimes it, it can hurt people. Um, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. But I think it's by accident. Yeah, I think so. Like, I, think I mean, even a... even just yeah, yeah. To, to, if you if you apply for a job and you get a promotion or whatever, someone didn't get that job and someone like really wanted it. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even that, that's not even you don't even know that person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, yeah. it can still happen. Like so. But I, I think, I think for me, it's uh, I hope it's just by accident because I love too much people and <laughs> I, I don't want to hurt people around me. So <laughs> I hope it's just by accident. <laughs> Good answers. Um, and the last question is, uh, what question do you want to ask our next guest? Hmm. What do you want to do when you will be an adult? What do you want? <laughs> so you're saying you're not an What adult. What do you want to be? What do you want to be as an adult? Non, non mais c'est le fun. J'aime ça poser cette question-là en français. Excusez, à des adultes. Qu'est-ce que tu yeah. veux faire quand tu vas être grand? Qu'est-ce que tu veux <laughs> faire plus tard? Quand tu vas être grand. Okay. <laughs> I like it. What do you want to do when you're going to be tall? <laughs> we, and we have to say it exactly like that. Yeah, because I'm five feet two, so I think maybe I can still think of it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to do when you get tall? What do you, <laughs> what do, you want to tall. do when you get tall? Lawrence, what do you want to do when you get tall? I mean, I'm 5'10". The doctors told me. I was this height when I was 12. So the doctors are like, you're going to oh, be wow. six foot four, And I was like, nice. But then I just stopped at 5'10". Football, here we go. So I was like, well, uh, I guess I'm going to have to be funny now. So, <laughs> so I don't think I'm growing at all. I, I was the opposite. I was like 5'6" maybe when I graduated high school and then I grew like three inches when I was like 18 or 19 which is like way later for a guy like like I would and it was it was was the worst thing ever because I had like moved out from my parents house I was doing shopping for myself and then my clothes stopped fitting you know like you're you're, you don't have a big budget in life when you're like 18 or 19 all on your own and then all of a sudden your pants are all like and you're like Oh, no, that happens when you're like 14. That's like not a, you think, like I'm supposed to be an adult and all of a sudden my clothes stop. And it's not like I got crazy tall, but I got to like, I got to, Lawrence and I are about the same height. I got to 5'10", but I grew like three or four inches in the span of two years. But those years were like age 18 and 19. Ah, so yeah, I was, I would, if people were like, I assumed I would never be tall. <laughs> but then if we were like, what would you do when you get tall? I would probably be like, I'm going to try sports. No, but it's also- <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like I would like to be like an athlete because uh, because for me, I was like, I never really got into sports because I was always, always, always the smallest kid. Like, you could have been a jockey. <laughs> riding a horse. Yeah. I could have rode a horse. You could have ridden a horse. Yeah, like, you could have played ping pong. You could have gotten into badminton. Like, you know, I missed my finger on that third one. Yeah. <laughs> but do you remember, do you remember school photos? Yes. Yeah. Uh, when when you had like the uh, sitting down and it was all the rows or whatever and it was like tall kids in the back, yeah. like middle kids in the middle and then the short kids in the front and yeah. they tried to like space it out. Literally every year of elementary school, I'm like dead in the center. Me too. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. I was. Uh, <laughs> most, no, no offense, but most classes it's a girl. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Not my class. Like I was shorter than even every girl and it was like me. And it was, it was hilarious. There's so many photos. It's like me in the middle and then like 
10 girls like on either side because uh-huh. <laughs> I was like even next to all the girls I was the shortest and it was like and then every other guy gets to be in the back row and I was like here we go class photo time <laughs> sitting down being literally not just the shortest like boy but the shortest person uh-huh. every year in class like dead uh-huh. in the middle as the tiniest person and then yeah so and that's all right so growing up I never did sports so if I was gonna say what do I want to be when an adult if I had like what do you want to be when you're tall I'd be like maybe like a hockey player or something because mm-hmm. it was so I was so small that it was like that was so far away like other like I was already like at seven years old the shortest kid I'm like I'm too small to play hockey with other seven-year-olds you know like uh, I'm already like too tiny so, but yeah. la question elle a quand même deux sens hein? yeah, yeah. Too, uh, I mean same answer yeah. I, I yeah. Know if you were and, tall and, and also like what you want to do in your life yeah, yeah. And, and knowing like something and- you didn't do already no, well, that's it like for me it would be like sports no it knowing <laughs> how how much of an asshole we are on this podcast we're probably going to be the most literal reading of this and just ask people about their height it's it's also not not like like what you would have liked to do it's like what you still what are you going to do do? oh i like that it's it's like a very open question Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe, maybe when COVID, like so here's the thing genuinely never i never joined uh like uh like i know how to ice skate But like I never, I never joined league sports. But I know like you can now as an adult join like beer leagues and stuff. So maybe post COVID I'll do that because oh. I've never done that. I've never done like like I say sports. Like I'm not going to be in hockey, like NHL, whatever. But I've never done like don't give up hope. Tuesday night I go play hockey. Like uh-huh. that, that's never like a thing that I've done. So maybe maybe post COVID that'll be my. You can yeah, do it. Yeah, you can I believe do in it. it. I believe in you. Uh, <laughs> Cool. So that was five questions. Thank you guys so much. That was go plug yourself. Uh, to run through the dates again. The I, I want to say something before oh, you oh, wrap oh, it oh, up. Go, 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 I want to say that like now we're in a podcast, but did you know that we just launched a podcast? I saw ago? that. I saw it. Wow. And it's, uh, it's on the yeah. CSM radio website because there are partners on that, but it's also on the Spotify and other, uh, other uh, podcast uh, platforms. So Spotify, it's called La Petite Brassée. Like the, how, how do you call it when you wash uh, clothes? Washing uh, machine? It's like it's a like cycle. A, a cycle. cycle. Okay. Yeah. So like La Petite Brassée means a uh, small cycle. A little cycle. <laughs> a little, little cycle. cycle. <laughs> a little cycle. And we, we discussed with um, uh, with artists that already participated to the FAR. Uh, so we, we've uh, recorded four um episodes for now mm-hmm. but after the festival we will do another season with artists of this year to um to speak with them longer about what they what they what their démarche as an artist yeah, yeah, process, to con- yeah. continue yes. the discover yeah mm. just like after and before the festival so we want to be like we want to reach people all year long not just during the fest which is right. from august 12th to september 12th For a month. Yeah. Bam, and festivalfar.com. Get it on, <laughs> on, obviously, go on Instagram, as we said. If you're, well, stay tuned for the, the boroughs, the other, the unannounced boroughs. And if you are in one of those, I mean, everybody should follow you guys on Instagram, but especially if you're in one of the boroughs, because that's the only spot to get your, your 30 minute heads up for the live shows if you're in the area. But if you're not in the area, you go on MatTV or on Facebook, and yes. there's going to be a, a huge cross post. With mm-hmm. a lot of partners, like, like putting the the shows on. So if you go on Facebook, like, there's gonna be 10 pages to share. <laughs> yeah. Just like 
open social medias and you'll see the fog somewhere. Perfect. It's e- and it's easy to find. Like literally if you just Google Festival Far, you're going to find it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then hashtag Far 5. Yeah, because it's our fifth edition. Say so. Perfect. Uh, Lawrence, do you have anything? You, you just said you're going to do French comedy in a couple weeks. I know. Follow me, on, uh, follow me on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, you'll see all the dates for my shows. Perfect. What's your page, Lawrence? What? Oh, my God. On Instagram, at Lully514, L-U-L-L-Y-514, and Facebook.com slash Lully Corber, L-U-L-L-Y-C-O-R-B-E-R. Lolly514 on Instagram. Say more. Perfect. Far Festival is following you now. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> or actually, it's Festival That Far. Festival That Far. Oh, man, I have to refollow that them. That Far. Festival That Point Far. Oui, c'est ça. C'est ça. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Leah. That Thank was you. a lot of fun. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. We're now bilingual. Yay. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Yay. We tried. <laughs> Hey there, loyal listener who listens to the show all the way past the closing credits. Um, Thank you for listening to Go Plug Yourself. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, If you enjoy the show, I cannot stress this enough. Please tell people about it. We don't really have a budget for marketing or fancy Facebook ads or putting up billboards on the street. Uh, We really have to rely on word of mouth, which uh, basically means that if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, Please uh, share it, link it, uh, tell your friends about it. Say, hey, there's this show called Go Plug Yourself. They talk to Montrealers or people that have stuff going on in Montreal or uh, just people that have stuff to uh, promote that we kind of care about. We can we can go outside of Montreal if we want to. Um, yeah, so just tell tell people about the show. It's a, it's a fun show. We, we like doing it a lot. We've done it for over 200 episodes, and it's in large part thanks to support from uh, people like you. Um, if you want to support the show at all, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash 9to5cc and uh, throw a couple bucks our way. It really helps with uh, the hosting fees for the most part. We're really not trying to make a profit on this. Um, and also, if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone who might uh, want to be a guest on the show, you can uh, contact us either on Facebook or on Twitter. There's a bunch of ways to find us uh, and uh, and let us know. And if the scheduling and the timing and everything works out, maybe you can be the next person who uh, comes on the show and uh, plugs something. A uh, big thank you as always to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude who provided our theme songs and of course a thank you to uh, all of the hosts that we have on the show. Uh, Walter J. Ling who is technically retired but still sometimes hosts. Uh, Christopher Vendito, Lawrence Korber and uh, Ines Anaya uh, all, are all amazing co-hosts and you should support them and their comedy and uh, and all of that. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for choosing Go Plug Yourself uh, as one of your from the millions of podcasts and have a beautiful day. Thank you. 905.cc, podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.